Welcome to the Disneyland Forever Podcast, your source for all things from the happiest place on earth. For more updates, make sure that you follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Disneyland Forever, and you can check out our website, DisneylandForever.com. Hello again, it's Jordan and Daniel, and it has been another week. Yeah, that's how time time goes, in a linear direction. I thought it went more spherical. Don't ask how. (laughs) Einstein may say so, I don't know. I don't know if I would say it was necessarily a busy week. I mean, we got to, we were part of another bracket challenge on Instagram. And got creamed again. (laughs) I wouldn't say creamed, no. It was the best Disney podcast bracket challenge, and I mean, we actually appreciate that. That we're included at all, yes. We we appreciate that we were included. We appreciate those who were listening and and voted for us. Um, But we actually... We actually faced the same yeah. uh, podcast that we did the last time we did this. And, Weirdly enough. Um, we lost again, but we're still, we were grateful that we were among the list anyway, because that was, that was really cool. So whoever nominated us, we thank you, and we're grateful that we were part of that. Yeah, the last challenge is how we met some other groups and got to know them, so. It's a lot of fun. I like the podcast community. It's really fun. So, uh, normally we would start with review. We actually haven't had a new review yet, but... We'd appreciate those who have rated yes. us and those who have left reviews. Um, it's a really good way th- uh, to give us feedback and let us know what you what you like of the show, so we can make sure that we do more of it for you. So, or even suggestions, or whatever, yeah, possibly. Yeah. So, um, if you are enjoying what you're listening to, make sure that you're sharing this around, leaving a five star review if you feel so inclined, um, and writing an actual review. Take a few five seconds. star rating and. Of write a review. Sure, something like that. Because <laughs> yeah, if you write, if you write stuff, you get famous. We have listeners in Russia and Australia, and you will be world famous. That's a that's <laughs> that's a stretch of the truth. There's, there's probably a listener in Russia. Someone has probably accidentally a. downloaded it in Russia, <laughs> but you never know. Anyway, uh, so go ahead and uh, take a few minutes and leave us a review if you'd like. Uh, but we appreciate those who have already done it and all the ratings that we've been getting on Apple and Spotify. It really helps us out a lot. So thank you guys for that. Uh, I think we're ready to get into the news. Uh, I think the biggest thing that uh, came up, of course, happened the day after we recorded our last episode. Because again, this is it how happens. this is how it always happens. And the day that we're recording this episode, the next day will be when the next big news story comes when out. Disneyland is moving to Georgia. That will never happen. <laughs> so the biggest news story is uh, magic happens. It, the parade is going to be making its return to Disneyland on the 24th of February, 2023. This is that parade that lasted for a grand total of two weeks before the pandemic hit. And they spent all this time and money and they were saying it probably wouldn't come back, but thankfully it is. <laughs> yeah, so it is going to be coming back about a month after they start the 100th anniversary celebration. I think that actually is probably a good idea. They don't do that they, they get everyone a chance to get used to all the other big things on the 27th. And then after that craze has died down, then they start a new parade. I think that will work out. Yeah. So I'm excited because we never got a chance to see it, obviously. Yes. I mean, I'm excited for it. I am, I, I, I'm glad that they have not had parades lately because it makes crazy. It daytime creates, parades. Yeah, daytime parades because it creates chaos when you're like, oh, crap, I need to get over to this part of the, like, there's a parade. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, but I've heard really, really good things about this parade. Yeah, no, it doesn't. I'm excited for it, but it's been nice to be able to get around without daytime parades. Yeah, but I think they only have it twice a day, so okay. it's not going to be that bad. But yeah, Magic Happens will be making its return in February. So if you have a trip planned for after that, 
make sure that you include this in your plans. I guess because yeah, now they're doing cavalcades, which they do every like three and a half minutes. So, but the cavalcades are fine because they last like five. They minutes. are super super short, so they're not anything bad. Uh, the other big thing that I mean, I think it's a big thing is the fact that they have finally announced an extended refurbishment for Indiana Jones Adventure. Or as some of the websites and bloggers would put, Indiana Jones to close indefinitely. Will it ever reopen? Yes. <laughs> well, the thing is that makes this one different is that Disney actually made that announcement. Yeah. Because they said it will close starting the 9th of January. And it will not reopen until, quote, spring of 2023. Normally, I think the Disney community would be like all up in arms that this is extended refurbishment. We don't have a cl- an ending date yet. But I think because everyone has seen what it looks like right now, if anything, everyone's like, oh, thank heavens. <laughs> It is a disaster right now. (laughs) They also, they're hoping, they haven't said the same thing yet, but I think it was the 17th of January, there is a scheduled refurbishment for also Radiator Springs Racers, Hmm. and they have not announced anything about that one, but people are crossing their fingers that would also be an extended refurbishment. So downside, a couple major attractions would be closed, but they need some loving. Yes. So. Well, that's what I said in our last episode, or yeah, last week's episode uh, they need to do it like staggered. Don't have too many things closed at the same time, or you're not gonna have. <laughs> I wonder if this maybe has something to do with a change in management. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, it's just a coincidence. The next thing that um, just kind of landed yesterday, I believe, is an upcoming modification to the Genie Plus system. Currently on Genie Plus, when you make a Lightning Lane selection. You can't modify it. If something happens and you want to change the time, you don't want to get rid of your lightning lane, but you want to change the time of it, you can't do that. <laughs> well, that was how it was with the fast pass. No, no, not for Max Pass. Max Pass. Oh, I thought you. I thought you had to cancel it. No, Max Pass. You were able to modify. Because yeah, Fast Pass Plus at Disney World, you were able to. But no. Oh. No, uh, Max Pass, you were able to modify it. As long as it was that you were going to go for a later time, you could modify. Mm. But Genie Plus, you have not been able to. You'd have to cancel it and then hope that you'd be able to get another time that would suit you better. But according to what we've heard, they said as early as next week at both Disneyland and Walt Disney World, they're going to change the system so that you can actually make modifications without canceling your Lightning Lane selections altogether. This is a much-needed update. So hopefully that it improves the Genie Plus experience even a little bit. Because have you noticed that people in the East Coast don't hate Genie Plus? Well, it's, they lowered the price to $0.12 cents now. It's $15. <laughs> it's always been $15. I thought it was lower or higher before. but um, Yeah, people don't complain about it. But I think it's because Genie Plus is a step up from FastPass Plus, but it's a step yeah. down from MaxPass. Right. So that's why people in the West Coast, we complain a lot more about it. Well, and it's more expensive here. Plus you have four parks you can do it at and there's so many other rides i don't know well when we did it we only did three we only got three lightning lane passes in a day you don't get as much out of it as you do at disneyland uh the last thing normally i'm not one to really go for rumors but this one is really well substantiated because there's actually photos and documentation to back it up Uh, a guest riding thunder mountain one night um looked over and they saw over in the area where they normally prepare like Tinkerbell or Nemo or Zero to fly through the air for the fireworks show. On they, top of the Matterhorn, right? No, or, in the trees. Oh, yeah. Um, it's in the backstage area, but they could see it, and they showed a picture of it. It's very, very clear. Uh, it's Baymax. Uh, it's Baymax in his red flight suit. <laughs> so it looks very much like for Wondrous Journeys, the new fireworks show that'll be coming in January, that Baymax will be flying through the skies above Sleeping Beauty Castle. Maybe they just uh, 
pimped out Tinkerbell's ride. She has a flight suit now. So moving on. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we think is all the news uh, for this week and the news that's worth talking about. And no, I don't think Tinkerbell's going to be getting a red flight suit. Why not? (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know where to start with that one. (laughs) So um, what we wanted to talk about today... Uh, oh, that was one I forgot to mention at the top of the show. Is like what we're talking about today. We're talking about airports, but not in a boring way. <laughs> um, we get we do get people reach out a lot. Obviously, we're not locals to California, and uh, so unlike a lot of other people that you might find on Instagram or some other podcasts, like we have to uh, deal a lot more with airports. There's a lot of podcasts out there that actually do. They fly in. I shouldn't say that, but. Uh, so we do get a lot of people ask like, oh, what airports do you like to fly into? And so what we can say is in the Southern California area, there are four airports that we have really tried out and we have varying opinions about each of them. So we just kind of want to lay out for you, like our thoughts on each one about how long it takes to get to Disneyland from that airport and just like the pros and cons. So you can kind of decide for yourself when you're looking to book a trip, if you're flying, what airport you might be interested in trying to fly to. Yeah, we're, we're going to go from our least favorite to our sort of most favorite. <laughs> or at least the, mo- the last one is the most popular people fly into. And I wouldn't say we're going from our least favorite. We're going from the one that we probably use the least often. It's not our least favorite. <laughs> that is true. But <laughs> the one that we probably won't do as much anymore. But yeah. yeah. So uh, the first one we're talking about is Burbank. So it's up kind of... Uh, Northeast of Los Angeles. Um, we tried it because it was so, so cheap once on Delta. We, we lived near Salt Lake, and so which is a hub for Delta. Um, so pretty much we always fly Delta. Yeah, it was only like $150 for each person. So I'm like, well, why not try it? And then we can at least talk about it. Um, so we got uh, an Uber from there, and it took about an hour because you have to go on I-5 through New, or- or through New Orleans. New, <laughs> New Orleans. <laughs> it goes very far away. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Through Los Angeles. <laughs> and the 5 through LA, if you've ever driven it, is terrible. It goes very narrow, so. It, it took a while. Well, it goes very narrow when there are 55 million cars on the road. Yeah. But, I mean, the five in other parts of, like, in Orange County is, like, 20 lanes wide. It still has 60 million cars on it. Yes. So, um, yeah, that's the biggest drawback is that it's really far away. Um, it is really, really nice, and I would recommend it if you're wanting Disneyland to just be part of a Southern California trip, because Burbank is extremely close to Universal Studios. Yeah, literally just around the mountain there. So um, it is kind of it's it's cute. I guess is the only way you it can say it. It is so cute. We, it's we go, the teeny tiniest we little fly in I've there. You get off your plane, you go into the building, and then you walk 20 feet and you're at the, the baggage, baggage claim. claim. And then you walk another 20 feet and you're at the outside. <laughs> Not kidding. No, we were at the baggage claim before we knew what was going on. We're all of a sudden like, oh, we're apparently outside of security now. Cool. Did, did we fly out of there too? Or yeah, we did. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, it is it is easy to navigate. You cannot get lost in there, that airport. You will not get lost, and you don't need to exercise much when you do that. 
All right. Um, the next one that we talk, we're going to talk about is actually our least favorite. Yeah. And that's um, LAX. I know people like to fly there. It does have flights from all over the world. So if you are one of our listeners from Australia or Russia, you could probably go there. Will you stop with the Australia <laughs> and Russia? Um, it is a horribly massive airport, obviously. It's, a, it's an international airport that's like crazy international. Um, it's often cheap. That, that is why we often will take it when it's like a couple hundred dollars cheaper than some of the other more common ones. And there. as you kind of mentioned, like it's convenient because there are so many flights. There'd be so many options. Like even just for us from our one airport on one airline, there's at least like, like six or seven a day, six or seven options of when we can fly, including at least. like starting at 5 a.m. and then going, and going to really, like really 10 late. or 11 p.m. So. And so it can be really nice if you need something and need a travel option that can be flexible for you. Yes. Uh, it, it takes a good amount of time to get to Disneyland or probably more like 45 minutes. It depends on I'd say what 30 you count. To 45. Yeah. It depends on what you count though, because so they, it's this weird U shaped long airport thing. And so the traffic is always terrible. Um, they have improved so, for trying to get ride share now and taxis, I think and taxis. Maybe. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was, uh, where you go, you have to go to this new place just outside the airport called, uh, LA exit. Um, and we were lucky because Delta is kind of close to the entrance of that big U. If you're on United or, <laughs> American shuttles. There's two spots that you can pick up shuttles. Um, and they go, they, they're frequently, but that does have to factor, factor into your time. Cause we, it took us probably maybe 10 minutes to walk there and Something we're, like we're fast walkers. So, but, but once you get to that LA exit thing, it's super convenient because then they just go right out. You don't have to, the, the ride share doesn't have to drive through the huge U that took 20, 30 minutes before. So, and similar, and it's not as bad as for Burbank, but similar to Burbank, you will have to deal with traffic. Uh, to get from LAX to Anaheim. It's not as bad because you're not going through downtown LA, but it's it's not great yeah, either. It's weird that LAX, the airport is like on the coast. <laughs> You'd think it would be. Well, how many airports city, are but... actually in the city that they're named well, for? Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it technically is, but. It's in LA. It's just on the outskirts of it. So it's our least favorite because it. The, if you've it's been there, a, you probably know. It's a crazy <laughs> airport. So busy, so huge, and different sections of it. And, and it's not laid out in a way that really makes a lot of sense. No. So it, it bothers me. So we try not to go to LAX. Wasn't, wasn't that where, when Delta was said they were going to refurb the, yeah. the, 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 the the gate agents were trying to get we, the... We've gotten, our flight got in, we were at the gate, but D- Delta had just barely moved to this new... Like the week before. This new terminal. And yeah, the, the, the gate agent was trying to maneuver the what do they call it jet bridge the jet bridge toward it and t- took forever and they was misaligning it, it. they would go, we always make fun of with our hands like up uh, side uh, down <laughs> they could not figure out how to so work we were the jet stuck bridge. on the plane for a long time because of that it was hilarious but obviously they figured it out now but yeah. it's just it's not our favorite airport by any stretch of the imagination if you've been there before i think you understand yes um so moving on my favorite airport is long beach um it's usually cheaper for us. It's still fairly close to Disneyland, but it's it's not by one of the major freeways, uh, either getting there or or once you're by trying to get to Disneyland. Yeah, all the other airports that we're talking about, at some point in your travel, you end up on the five, which is the one that goes right past Disneyland, and so it makes it a little bit faster to get there. Long Beach, 
does not. So you have you have to go through Garden Grove and Anaheim in order to get to. Um, I mean, they could the they could go to the five, but it would, would just go longer. way out of your way <laughs> and actually take longer to do that. Um, I like it a lot because it's small, um, very small. <laughs> it has not as small as Burbank. No, nothing's as small as Burbank. I think anyone's house is That's larger true. than Burbank. Um, it has what eight gates? I think eight or nine. Maybe 11. And we always tease because the Delta one's always in the same exact one. But um, so you you fly in, you have to get down on like uh, on those little metal walkway things. I'm outside pretty sure Burbank did that too. Did it? Bur- yeah, I think so. Uh, and then you walk to the actual building um, and then you walk out and it's like 100 feet instead of 20 feet like Burbank. And you're at the ba- one of two baggage claims. So it's just so cozy. It's really cute. They're renovating it right now. The parts that they finished are really nice. Um, yeah, it's like the security area is super nice. Um, and it, since it's so close, like since the baggage claim is so close, like once they get the bags off, they just bust them or whatever, shuttle them right over, and it's it's fairly quick. It's it's not going to be super handy if you don't fly Delta, Southwest, and is it American? I think so. I think yeah, those JetBlue used three... to be one of their quote unquote hubs, which is kind of funny. But. Yeah. So if you don't if you don't typically fly one of those three airlines, I mean they also do Hawaiian, but maybe you come in Hawaiian. So those are there's only four airlines that fly into Long Beach, and so there's not a lot of options. Yeah, weirdly, Burbank has like six or seven airlines, <laughs> as tiny as it is. Because isn't this the one where Del- the Delta flights are literally only Long Beach to Salt Lake? No, I think they do go to like. SeaTac or stuff too. I can't remember. I don't think so. I don't know, but yeah, there it's. There's not very many. Maybe it, they do. They only fly like when we try to fly there. The first flight of the day is like 10 a.m. or something to go down, and then coming back, the last flight of the day is like at five. So it's a very limited window. But um, I and also it's it's fairly out of the way. Like LAX is far out of the way, but at least they have rideshares go there. Sometimes we'll have troubles like getting. A Lyft or Uber from there because there's no one else around the area. But but it's it can be a cheap option and it's a nice airport. Like uh, we know a lot of people, they really really enjoy flying into Long Beach as well. Um, and it uh, it was in an episode of Modern Family, Modern Family. <laughs> <laughs> one of our favorite episodes of Modern Family. It's funny. Are you the proprietor of this haberdashery? <laughs> if you know, you know. Um, the last one we're going to talk about is actually my preferred airport, and that's Orange County. The um, what is it called? The call name or whatever is SNA. It's like yeah, it's John it. Wayne International Airport, or, Orange County, or Santa Ana. Santa Ana has <laughs> a whole bunch of names for some reason. All the same thing. <laughs> so that one, this one is the absolute closest airport to Disneyland. It will take you fifteen to twenty minutes tops. to get tops to get to the resort. Even with traffic, um, because it's right on the it's right on a freeway that takes you right to the five. Like it's it's just really really quick. Um, I like the fact that the rideshare pickup. I mean, you have to understand what they mean by. Second, like third floor or top, top floor, whatever yeah. I mean. But once you understand it, like it's, it's in the parking garage, it's kind of convenient. Um, sometimes it gets a little bit hectic over there, but it's not, it's not horrible. It's not the world's largest airport. It's not the tiniest airport. Um, you also have to hope the rideshare driver knows how to get there. It's happened a couple of times where they, they like, know, yeah. they like call and they're like, where, where are you? Or like, uh, the place you're supposed to be. <laughs> oh, and they, cause they have to go in and get a ticket 
like their parking to come into the rideshare drop-off area, and then they have to push that ticket back in. It's a very waste of paper. So. It is very much a waste of paper, but uh, and it does have a lot of amenities in there. Like if you are heading to the airport, if you get there early to um, to go home, there's lots of restaurants to choose from. Um, and I swear those restaurants are only open from like. 12 to 1. No, no, they're not just open from 12 to 1. That's actually part of the problem is that uh, Orange County, one of the drawbacks, Orange County apparently has a noise ordinance in the city. And so the airport has to close really early. And so like, I think the latest a flight comes in is like 8. Yeah. I get the absolute latest. (laughs) Yeah. So my dad and I were uh, at Disneyland and we were flying back and we were in the T like just to try and get into TSA. And we're like, why are we just standing here? Why is there this long line? They had shut down the airport because some crazy person had like, I remember that. Yeah. Driven into the uh, secure area and they had to like find him and arrest him. Um, and our flight was supposed to leave at like six and it was like out getting to be an hour or two later. And I, I didn't even know this, but the, yes, people around us were saying like, since Orange County has a noise ordinance, if it gets to a certain point, they're not legally allowed to fly out, even though the plane is sitting there and we're all there, we would have to wait till the morning. So I'm like, obviously okay. that that's like worst case scenario and not something that happens normally. No, that's but. just more like how we found out about the noise yeah. ordinance, but yeah, it does close. I think that a lot of the restaurants are closing around six or seven. Um, but usually your flight is boarding about that time anyway. So it's not like you're not going to have the amenities that you need. It does have a lot of airlines and it's, uh, if, if when I buy a Delta ticket, it's not $600 a person, I do buy it, but I don't, it's for some reason like it can almost be a, double it, what Long Beach is. It price can are. be more expensive. I don't really I understand don't why. Uh, that's one of the downsides is that sometimes it's actually, sometimes it's like the most expensive option yeah. is to go to, uh, to Orange County. So we don't fly in there as the one that we fly into the most is Long Beach. Now, because it's cheap. Absolutely. The, the one that we do the most frequently is Long Beach. Then we still go to Orange County pretty frequently when it's not super expensive. We try to avoid mm-hmm. LAX whenever possible. But and literally, we did Burbank like the one time because yeah, we just don't it. do Universal very much. And so, and even when we have done it, we're not staying up there. And no, so, it's just the travel time. It's weird to fly in there and then have to come back. Like, it's, it just doesn't work for our plans. But if your plans entail like going to downtown LA or Hollywood or to Universal, Burbank can be an option. Well, plus, I always feel bad for the when I get a Lyft or Uber for somewhere, oh, yes. and it's like, oh, you're going like way far away. <laughs> and so at so. one on one hand, they do appreciate that you're going that, that they're going to get a lot more money out of you. At the other hand, it's a lot longer trip, so. and that does that the extra amount of either taxi or rideshare has to figure into whether it's quote cheaper. So. So it's yeah. they uh, both uh, Long Beach and Orange County have smaller planes that fly in, so they're like less capacity, and um, so just be aware of that too. It's not like they're the largest air, airplanes on the planet. No, they're not. Um, and we didn't really mention because we don't typically rent cars, but obviously there are car rental facilities mm-hmm. at each of these airports, yep. and that is something to to factor in as well. Is if you're going to be <laughs> renting a car instead of taking a taxi or a rideshare, yes. Um, and it's absolutely 100% an option. It's just not what we normally do. And so it's not something we have a lot of yeah. experience with. If you do with. that at LAX, good luck. Like that's going to be a disaster, but, uh, Orange County, Long Beach and Burbank, they're all very close. They're so. all small and they're close by. So it's, good, it's really option. easy. Um, and actually another thing I really love about Orange County is if you're literally just getting a taxi, not a ride share, we have never had to wait for a taxi yeah, once. Yeah, there's right there. Then you have to go to the 
parking garage. There's a little bit of a wait for Long Beach. Good luck if you're doing LAX yep. and it's busy because that'll never happen. And I don't, we never did it with Burbank. So I don't know. But that's hopefully gives you a little bit of insight if you're like, huh, I wonder which, maybe you already have like an airport you always go to, but if you're looking into potentially changing that airport and going somewhere else, here's some options for you. Um, yeah. That is all about the airport things. So if you have any other questions about it, though, make sure that you can reach out to us on Instagram or Facebook. More than happy to answer questions. I guess um, you could always fly to San Diego or Ontario. I don't know why you would do that. Yeah, these Obviously, you can fly to other airports. These are just the ones that we would say are closest <laughs> to like theme parks yep. um, and the more standard ones. There are some other small ones I've heard people flying into, and that's all well and good. If you want to do that and if it's convenient for you for where, from where you live, then fantastic. Do that. These are just like the major ones. Um, although I say major one, then I say Long Beach only has like four airlines that fly into it. But uh, it's, if we major, live in an area where it's really us. convenient. It's so uh, anyway, so I think that does it for um, us this week. I think we're still planning on doing um, another episode next week. I don't know why we wouldn't. Probably yeah. the next couple of weeks. We are. Make sure that you follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Disneyland Forever. The the tags and the what is it the handles <laughs> that thing i can't think anymore the handles are in the description uh especially if you follow us on instagram this week we're probably not going to be posting a ton but because we're going to be on a disney cruise Yay. over the weekend the short one so to Baja. we will probably still try to like post in the stories some things um on our on our cruise so you can follow along with us there if you like when we get the internet on the cruise ship whenever work. we get that internet to work which is never but. nope but uh, also, there's you can still, um, if you're thinking about booking a trip and you haven't bought your tickets yet or your vacation package, you can still work with our friends at Getaway Today, save you a lot of time and a lot of money, and they are also experts in everything, including airports. And our, if you use the link in our podcast, podcast description, then you're going to be able to save some money um, and actually also kind of help us out a little bit too, so we'd appreciate it. But that um, another tool at your disposal. And I already mentioned leaving a rating or review on Apple or Spotify, if you could. And I think that's everything, right? Indeed. Indeed. All right. We will see you guys then next week. Bye. Bye.